exploration. Micho will be back here as usual next Tuesday afternoon at 2. You're listening to KPFA, KPFB in Berkeley, KFCF in Fresno at 88.1 FM, and all the time at kpfa.org. Next stop, cover to cover with Jennifer Stone. Happy ending, nice and tidy. It's a rule I learned in school. Get your money every Friday. Happy endings are the rule. So divide up. In darkness from the ones who walk in light. Light them up, boys. There's your picture. Drop the shadows out of This is Jennifer Stone with Stone's Throw. Today is July the 24th, 2012. And as I know, you know, (laughs) we are in a fundraiser here. God bless Philip. I don't know how he does it. He's such a, such a good salesperson. I'm lousy at that, but I'm going to try today. Says here that I've got a goal of $600. Oh, my God. Show me the money. (laughs) The goddess gives what she can when she can. I just dread that old man, Moloch, the god of materialism. He cries out. Right. Uh, Anyway, I got a premium, two premiums. Um, I'll just tell you that first, and then I'm going to talk about Toni Morrison, because one is her latest book. And just going to tell you about that in case you want to call ahead. You know the phone number here, 1-800-439-5732, 1-800-AKPFA. Anyway, just to say, for 60 bucks you can get Toni Morrison's latest book, Home. Now, uh, the other premium is a memoir of mine called Telegraph Avenue Then. I see there are copies on the shelf here, so we've got that one. Either one for 60 bucks, folks. Uh, But when I look at Toni Morrison's book, Home, I realize, uh, well, Toni Morrison is 80 years old now, like, well, she's a little bit older than I'm, just a wee bit. She's, yes, uh, pushing 80 like me. And maybe she does see home over the next hill, perhaps. Uh, she uses a wheelchair now. Uh, her names and titles are always prophetic. Uh, this is her latest book. Hopefully not her last. Uh, Anyway, it is being advertised as a slim volume that is a kind of a synthesis or summing up, um, I don't know, I just, the, the wheelchair worried me. There's a special celebration coming, celebration of the life of Toni Morrison at the University of Virginia this September. All the usual suspects will be there to, to, uh, 
toast her, Nikki Giovanni, all those people, all the way to Oprah and the rest. <laughs> Toni Morrison's role is that of reigning monarch of North America. Her place in literature has been secure since she won the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1993. Uh... No North American writer has won the Nobel for Literature uh, since 1993. I guess, fellas, I guess, I guess the the heart of things maybe has moved south. Anyway, uh, there are other writers around the globe that seem to have their their hand on the pulse of. Uh, well, anyway, they are the future, but. I'm not sure we're done for, but I, I like to claim Toni Morrison as my personal inspiration, my literary saint, uh, a touchstone. When I was young, I had, uh, well, the 19th century women, most of those, well, the, the ones that are dead, uh, the Victorians, and of course, the 20th century um what would we call them? Well, my literary saints, right? The Virginia Wolfs and all the others. But my home girl is Toni Morrison. I suppose she's the mother of my mind. Uh, she's always talking about, yes, a friend of the mind. She uses that line in several of her books. Uh, once again, I just love to make a list of all the names she uses in her book for for today's show. I thought the the name the best name is it's in Song of Solomon. It's a guy a character called Stamp Paid. That's his name. Stamp Paid. Paid for KPFA. That's what I did. Pays your money and you got no choice. I just think that's such a Swell name. The other name I like uh, in Song of Solomon is the the name of Pilot. That is the woman in the book who pilots us, that is to say, guides us, leads us through to the other side of being, the other side of uh, meaning, the essence of existence, all that good stuff, you know. Uh, I hate to tell you this, but both Toni Morrison's critics and her admirers pretty much, um, what do you call that, uh, they, they jump too quickly. They decide too quickly what her books are all about. I've noticed this. Uh, they, don't, they don't have the patience. Um, I, I need to go through them again and again. The passion in them, the passion in the poetic prose. Um, Toni Morrison began in the theater, and I see them, uh, these novels, as uh, great dramatic monologues. I read them aloud to myself. Now, that's so one of the best ways to do... Um, she's talking about her college years in an interview once, and she said that she began in the theater and that she would have stuck with that, but... I, I think basically um, she's a what is that? Uh, she is the sort of person who who lives the life of the mind, and sooner or later, no matter what, she would have come to be uh, what is it? The prophet, the writer that she is. Uh, I love the lines from Pilot. 
uh, in Song of Solomon, when Pilate is dying of her wounds, yes, uh, she says, I wished I'd known more people. I'd have loved them all. If I'd known more, I'd have loved more. I like to mark the essence, the line that I think is kind of the uh, the nucleus of these great books. Um, the masterpiece, Beloved, the one that won her the Nobel Prize, the line is uh, about the child. Seth, the central character in the book, had killed her child in order to save the child from the slavers. And the line she uses in the book, she says, If I hadn't killed her, she would have died. I've thought about that for many years. Yes, there are some people for whom life, we know life will be a tragedy. I think of the character in The Mysterious Stranger. You remember Mark Twain's book about the tragic presence of evil. There are a bunch of young boys and their friends and a little character who is the devil asks one of them if he wants to save his friend. Uh, and uh, the friend says yes. Uh, and so the devil lets the boy die or drown. And the friend says, why have you done that? Why? Why? And the devil has to explain to the child what his friend's life would have been had he lived. That was Mark Twain at his his darkest. And let's face it, Toni Morrison is perfectly capable of going all the way into the dark and bringing back the knowledge that we need. Uh, she also wrote a lot of essays that I treasure. I was looking through my file. Uh, I was thinking about it last night. There are so many essays. I, I'm almost glad that people are focused more on her novels. Uh, even even the people who don't understand them. Um, I think that that's where the best stuff is. She herself, uh, well, I, I don't know. Uh, a lot of the people who are into politics, they want uh, just the, the straight poop, you know. Uh, uh, they don't want to be they don't want to be led into the the sorrows, into the oblivions. Uh, it's very difficult. I was thinking last night about the reasons why the masterpiece, Beloved, why it didn't translate into a movie, you know. Uh, people, people are so reductive and dismissive. Uh, <laughs> someone told me it was too romantic, gosh. Or they said, oh, it's just a ghost story. Uh, I think... Well, well, maybe it was just because Danny Glover didn't hit it off with Oprah. <laughs> I, I, I wish, I wish um, some of the critics had had the brains to dig into that movie. Thandie uh, Newton played the the ghost, the child, and I think there was much confusion. The sight of this beautiful woman, naked and pregnant, on the front porch in that house in Ohio. Uh, 
with all the women, the neighbor women, singing to exorcise her, to drive away the ghost of sorrow and to push this memory back into oblivion. I don't think you can do that on screen. (laughs) I think the problem with sacred text, my sacred text, is that it requires the individual imagination of uh, the reader. We have to go with the uh, author into her labyrinth, into her sorrow, a uh, place where the longing is all that lasts. Uh, I like to be alone with Toni Morrison's work and, uh, yes, do my weeping there. Um, I'm, is it, uh, someone said it's that I, I'm, addicted to Morrison just because we have a similar lives, similar period in history. What is it? Well, you were both divorced in the mid-60s and you both have two sons. I said, nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. What we have in common is the belief that life is this incredible drama and that, uh, oh, ho, ho. oh, hey, 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 we've got a match, $200. James McMahon, James M.C., capital M-A-H-O-N, James McMahon in Moraga, says, if you can call in with $200 and make a match, uh, you can get either Toni Morrison's new book, Home. That's a book about the possibility that a man can sacrifice his life for the good of others. Get that, folks. Uh, You know, Toni Morrison does a good job of talking about what the men can do. The the uh, subject of men in war is always a hard one for me. The um, My favorite uh, image in Toni Morrison is Shadrach in Sula. You remember Shadrach? He's the one who invented National Suicide Day. He wanted to put all the trauma of war into one day each year so he could handle it. He's the character in the village, in the town, who is quite insane, uh, but he he uh, comes up with a, what do you call that, uh, a ritual, something that can uh, enable him to handle the horror. I thought of that. Um, what with this carnage last week, uh, this week, the 12 dead and 59 wounded, all the horrific tragedies that we saw in Aurora in Colorado. And I I see now that it has become a kind of ritual, this, this hideous explosion, this sociopath, this psychopath, and uh, nobody says anymore that it was just a one-off. We all know that this is part of the fabric of our society where people are, what, pressured, driven mad, uh, literally mad by the forces around them. Uh, anyway, we've got this $200 match, and I hope you can call in the other um, premium. is a book of mine. It's a memoir, and it's called Telegraph Avenue Then. Still have some copies of that on the shelf. It's basically um, about what hit us in the 1960s and the 1970s. We all know that the world did a kind of U-turn 
and uh, <laughs> there will be more to be said about that for several centuries. Uh, oh, let me look back into my uh, Toni Morrison folder. I just wanted to remind you that this is, of course, America's well, I guess she's got to be our greatest writer. She herself says she doesn't like all that measuring, but if the Nobel Prize is the measure of our literary, uh, what is it, our literary light, she is then the one who illuminates things the most. Uh, I remember, let's see, the first book was The Bluest Eye, 1970. I tried to teach that in the Oakland public schools, and too many of the young women simply broke down and wept. Uh, it's a book about a child who internalizes the white racism uh, that surrounds her, and the standards of beauty, you know, that the dominant white culture teaches, and the child learns self-hatred. And this book was too much for the adolescent girls I was teaching I found it was easier to teach the the book Sula, 1974. That was about two women, lifelong friends, you know. They are, of course, the same woman or two parts of uh, one consciousness. And by the end, they, uh, well, Sula has realized that uh, her best friend Nell is the person that she has missed, not the lost male lovers, but this wonderful woman who was her other self. Uh, so is a masterpiece that I like to teach alongside Gertrude Stein's Melantha, a book written 80 years earlier, also a story about a black woman who is, well, I guess we would say she individuates to the point of no return. A uh, soul can only stand so much freedom. People won't, people won't put up with it. Anyway, 1977 gave us the Song of Solomon. Uh, that's the one that Ofra Winfrey um, gave uh, the uh, party for. You know, I think Morrison said she, she didn't. She didn't think that um, people would buy a book just because it was on the Ofra Winfrey show. Boy, oh boy, did she learn. Uh, on the other hand, uh, I remember one critic um, comparing one of her stories to The Cosby Show, and she said, it, that's not apples and oranges. She said, that's comparing uh, apples to Buicks. Uh, anyway, The Song of Solomon was a terrific book. It was, what do you call that, um, a big book. Uh, self-knowledge, community, terrific characters. That's the one. There's going to be a movie made of the Song of Solomon that's going to be a real breakthrough, something that will actually capture the spirit of that book. Uh, then came Tar Baby in 1981, another one about, uh, what would you call it, uh, Oh, not so much race as uh, the hierarchy uh, color line. Du Bois used to say the problem of the color line. Uh, light skin, dark skin, beloved. 
came to us in 1987 and first got a Pulitzer Prize before it won the Nobel. Um, that book, I I still read at it. I like to read it aloud. I wanted today to read you several sections. I I've marked them. I think maybe it's time to study Toni Morrison and keep keep her on KPFA until her celebration in September at the University of Virginia. Uh, there are passages in Beloved that terrify me. They are, what would you call it, dreams or memories of the people in the uh, hold of the slave ships, what they see and hear and dream. Uh, you know, they they can't see the men with no skin, those would be the whites, the sailors. Uh, and the things they see and hear, of course, are ghostly and strange. In Beloved, we do have a ghost, but she's also, what is it? Beloved is also an ancestor. Uh, let me see. I was gonna, I was gonna find you just one little passage. Oh, uh oh, we gotta do hard sell. Here come Veronica. Uh -oh. Here come Veronica. We're going to do a hard sell for this book because we only have nine minutes left, you know. Now, this is the book about the ghost of the child that was killed, you know, on the day that the slavers came to take her away. You remember, your mother killed her and said that, she said, if I hadn't killed her, she would have died. Uh, anyway... We're going to have to save the reading of the uh, of Beloved, the daughter, for next Tuesday, because I know I know we're not going to be able to give away all these books today, but we're going to try. Uh, the book we have in hand is Home. That's the book that tries to tell us how a man, males, can be uh, are capable of sacrifice. You know, same as. A woman can die in childbirth, and a man, too, can lay down his life for his family, his community, for his people. I think Toni Morrison's trying to tell us something. <laughs> uh, what do you think that is, Jennifer? Do you Wait. think that has anything to do with her 80th birthday that's coming the up? Big, that's the big party, yeah. and everybody's going to be there, you know, even the Ofras and the whatevers, and then the serious scholars, the uh, uh, Nikki Giovanni and all those folks. I'm sure there will be a tape. Um, none of us, you're going to get to Virginia and see this. <laughs> well, you know what? You're kidding, but I just might go, Jennifer. I think it's worth So now, good afternoon, everybody. Jennifer just told you that I entered the room, and the reason why is, first of all, we want to thank you for listening. We want to thank you for all the support you've given to Jennifer all these many years. I'm not going to say how many, but she knows, and you know, too. And Jennifer provides an, a service here. What she provides is food for thought deep food for thought, entertainment, and the wisdom of ages right here. Jennifer is go. able to go... Go ahead, okay? There Jennifer is able to go deep, okay, under the surface with this. And this is why you tune in, isn't it? Because you want to... Uh, experience that. You want to exercise your uh, critical thinking skills and your abstract thinking um, abilities and and so in other words, in other in you are able to say thank you for that by contributing to KPFA right now to this particular program, Jennifer's show, Stone's Throw. 
Now, if you call area code 510-848-5732 or 1-800-439-5732, you can have your very own copy of Toni Morrison's latest book, Home, for a $60 donation. And we have a limited number of copies so far, so 10 copies. So you need to call right now to make sure you get your copy. And also you have another opportunity to get a copy of Telegraph Avenue Then and Now by Jennifer Stone. Jennifer, are you are you autographing these or not? Of course. I always sign the books. We have to have a, a, a little uh, scroll there to prove that I'm alive. That We we had a match going for 200, and I don't know if we made it yet, but I hope we made that match. Did, did you announce it, Jennifer? Yeah. I have... James McMahon is from Moraga. Mm-hmm. He said there was a $200 match, and I'm hoping that... People will call in and make that match so that we have at least a couple of sales here. I know this is a hard time of the day to get sales because you had Philip giving you the the uh, twist in your arm there earlier. God bless Philip. I don't know how he does it every year, every marathon he gets in here and does the job. Um, as I say, I'm the lousiest. You see, I have five more things I had to tell you about Tony Morrison's. Uh, what is it? Uh, upfront political work. Well, Jennifer, can we can we raise some money for your show? When you, can we give people the opportunity to say thank you? Because I know they want to by calling area code five ten eight four eight five seven three two or one eight hundred. Four three nine five seven three two. As I mentioned, you can get a, your very own copy of Home by Toni Morrison for sixty dollar donation, and you can also get Telegraph Avenue Then and Now by Jennifer Stone seventy five dollar donation. You can get them both for one twenty five, and I always recommend that you can you can get them both. You can read them both and then share them both or get them both. Keep Tony, share Jennifer, or vice versa. (laughs) But the most important thing is for you to call right now. Area code 510-848-5732-1800-439-5732. What you're doing is paying homage to Jennifer Stone. Jennifer is... Our icon. She is our. Li- Do you want to be a so living? So I can. Yeah. So I can pay homage to Tony Morrison. What else? Do you want to be a living legend? That's. <laughs> oh sure. Now, listen. It says here this haunting, slender novel. That's home. Is a kind of tiny Rosetta Stone to Tony Morrison's entire oeuvre. O e u v r e. I love that word. It's so is it funny. About eggs or something. So we have the two hundred dollar <laughs> match. James McMahon from Moraga has so generously put up here and we want to be able to keep that and we the way we can do it is by you adding your money to it so call area code 510-848-5732 1-800-439-5732 our goal for this half hour is six hundred dollars we can do that with your help home by tony morrison sixty dollars we only have ten copies so make sure you get yours. The Washington and yeah. The tell- Washington Post says it's about laying down one's life. Can you imagine a woman writer asking men to lay down their lives? And tell for us? they we do that all the time. Telegraph Avenue then and now by Jennifer Stone for seventy five dollars, both for one twenty five. And also, if you don't have one twenty five right away and you like both of them, why don't you make installment payments? We do that. Uh, we don't report to credit agencies, but we'll take ten dollars and forty two cents a month. For the year, and that way you'll be happy. You'll be getting both your books. Uh, by the way, while we're at it, I'd like to thank 
Today's food donors, Be Healthy Honey, Donna's Tamales, Natural Grocery Company, and Chef Patricia Cheporkova. Uh-huh. I hope I said that correctly. <laughs> My check isn't what it used to be. I mean, they don't call it check anyway. Yes, they do. Oh, anyway, so, so air code 510 or 1-800-439-5732. There's so many numbers. You can uh, donate securely online, www.kpfa.org. And what you're saying is yes. You're saying yes to Jennifer, yes to cover to cover stones throw, yes to intellectualization. Yes, too. <laughs> oh That's no! It is. It, it's it's art. It's art. It's art. I got Toni Morrison here talking to Congress. She says, "If it's," she says, "You know, how how if you separate art from life, well, there is no life." There right. No- exactly. And there are three folks on the line. I want to thank you, everyone who's called and contributed. And we're getting down to the wire here. And so, go ahead and pick up the phone and call five ten eight four eight. Five seven three two one eight hundred four three nine five seven three two. You're saying yes to art, life, Jennifer, abstract thinking, stopping and smell the roses. Everything when you contribute to this program right now. Five ten eight four eight five seven three two one eight hundred four three nine five seven three two. Jennifer's committed, and she has been for quite some time. And, <laughs> and you can get both books, Home and Telegraph Avenue, then and now for one twenty five. Uh, we're down to the end, but keep calling 510-848-5732-1800-439-5732. You say what, Jim? I just say that Tony Morrison uh, had the guts to express her outrage to the... There's a Congress when they were cutting the money for the National Endowment for the Arts. And she's just saying here, she says, uh, well, mostly... Um, she says people just don't know what it's going to mean. And, and if, she said, it's not charity. It's about civilization, right. not a frill. And if you, if she were here, she'd be saying you're listening.